0: Off to Taylor, up the middle, of the 10, the 5, he's down to the end zone, touchdown, Taylor Maid, 10-yard run, and the game is tied.
1: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.58 WRUF.
0: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene in the midst of a homecoming Friday parade going on on a hot day. Here in Gainesville, and of course, with this game, not your typical homecoming opponent. We've had a lot of guests on this week, and it's been a good guest week. Um, Lee Corso, uh, Gary Danielson, Chris Doring, the play-by-play voice of Auburn, Andy Burcham, to name a few. And by the way, I uh, hope you enjoyed Stacey Nelson live here. Uh, she's going into the UF Athletic Hall of Fame tonight among several others uh, homecoming is always kind of a cool time um you know i don't wear the you know i went to florida thing very often but you know i did and i've already run into some people uh, former students who are coming back and that's what it's partly about earlier this week i had a chance to talk to marty cohen who for a long time worked and wrote for gator now a guy that uh, you will know if you have been here uh, and followed Gator Sports. Uh, he and I were at one time classmates, workmates, etc. He is a guy who you actually put the show on the air. He is Larry Battelle. And Larry now joins us. Battelle, good to have you, man.
1: Hey, it's good to be here. You know, it's uh, it's been a while since I've been on the air in Gainesville, so it's, uh, you know, I- if there are old friends listening in, hello. I do miss you, particularly. I miss game day, but uh, life in New York is good. Uh,
0: let's talk about some of your memories, Larry. You, you've seen a few of these uh, Florida Auburn games when you know it used to be where they would play every year. Uh, anything stick out as far as some of those games?
1: Oh, so uh, we could take up the hour to finish <laughs> up. It was yeah. such a great rivalry, starting with the. The first game that I was able to uh, work was, the I think, the 83 game at Auburn, the uh, a controversial play involving um, Neil Anderson and Charlie Pell went off with, on the officials afterward and uh, accused them of bias and such. That was pretty dramatic. The 84 game in Gainesville was spectacular. But the one I'll never forget more than any other is 1985 at Auburn. And the reason for that is I almost got thrown out of the stadium, which was a first (laughs) for me.
0: (laughs) What happened?
1: Well, if you recall, in 1985, Auburn had this running back named Bo Jackson. Yeah, pretty pretty good good player. Yeah. And I'm doing sidelines for the Gator Radio Network, and Auburn comes out for a series and Bo's not playing. And so I wander over to the other sideline, and I see him sitting on the bench with an ice pack on top. He's and the ice pack's basically on top of his knee and his thigh so there's no one else around so I walk up and I asked him what was what, what. <laughs> next thing I know this big old paw from a trooper from Alabama says what in the blankety blank do you think you're doing and I looked I said I, I just talked said hi to Bo said he told me to get my whatever back over to my sideline or I'd be spending the night in the Auburn jail. So wow. I hustled over to the sideline and kept my job. <laughs>
0: wow. Um, you know, Larry, I I, I want you to uh, detail, because you were the one that, that started this show. So if, if people don't know the history of sports scene, you know, chronicle that for us.
1: Well, it actually started out, I had, uh, when Bob Leach and Otis Boggs and Jim Finch were all still at WRUF and all still among us, uh, mentors to us all in different ways, um, Otis retired as the voice of the Gators. And I could tell he missed an aspects of it. And so I proposed we had this midday talk show that followed the news break, and I went to Bob Leach. I said, why don't we do this fall, create Otis Boggs Football Friday." and I'll host it with Otis, and we'll just talk about the game and such like that. Well, Otis loved the idea. Bob loved the idea. And so we did Otis Boggs Football Friday. Then Otis decided after maybe a year, he just didn't want to keep doing it all the time. And so I ended up with a Friday show. Then we added Mondays because there was so much to talk about from the weekend. And it just kind of grew from there to eventually... Um, at first it was only 38 minutes long. I got the, I got it on at I got 1222 and I had to be off by 1259. So I guess it was 37 <laughs> minutes long. And, um, uh, then of course it grew to the point where we had, uh, you know, three live local shows every day covering seven hours. So we went from, from basically a half hour once a week on Friday with Otis to seven hours a day, not too many years later.
0: Um, uh, up there, I know college football is not nearly what it is here, Larry, but I mean, do you still follow things and do you have a thought on on the game tomorrow?
1: Well, sure, I watched as many games as I can in fact, I've watched every play Florida's run so far this season, and most seasons since I've been up here, you know this is my I guess my fifth season in New York watching, and I get the s e c network on my cable system, so uh I can watch the shows and the conversations and such like that. Uh, To me, this is really, really a trenches game because the questions on Florida's offensive line and being able to create any kind of running game, now they face by far the best defensive front they've seen. Miami was good, but not as good as these guys. And I think Florida getting Zuniga back can make life very difficult for Bo Nix. So I'm thinking it's going to be a low-scoring game. And it's going to be offenses aren't going to drive the ball very well in this one. I think it's going to be big play oriented. Who can hit a who can hit a max protect play and get someone open deep uh, once or twice during the course of the game? But uh, no no shootout tomorrow, I don't think.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm just curious because um, I, 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 this has been a topic on the show. I don't know how much you've looked into what California has done with the Fair Pay to Play Act. But any thoughts on that? Because I, I don't see anything wrong with this, but any thoughts on that?
1: Well, the the, the reason the schools are concerned is because that's going to open up um, a, a can of worms with regards to Title IX compliance, and, you know, a lot of athletes have no way Put off their likeness, you know. You just mentioned Stacy Nelson, and what a great player she was for Florida, going into the Hall of Fame. I don't think Stacy Nelson can make five hundred dollars signing autographs at a car dealer, but there are a whole lot of football and men's basketball players that could. So one of the that's somewhere you have to figure out how do you balance out the fairness of that. But the bottom line is eventually, the uh, the young people who perform in front of tens of thousands of people and millions more on television and generate all this revenue are going to be able to get more out of it than they're getting already some don't like that some don't but i think it's going to happen i think the california law goes into effect in three or four years so it gives the ncaa and its member institutions plenty of time to find a manageable way to do this going forward maybe the student athlete can keep half and the other half is shared by a student non-revenue sports or something like that there might be a way to turn it into a, a positive for all concerned rather than creating a separate system whereby the high profile athletes are making lots of extra money and the baseball player on a fourteen percent scholarship <laughs> playing 70 games a year isn't that's not fair
0: either um last thing um over the course of years here, when you were here, we we saw Florida Field and everybody else expand. Well, social media, you know, television, whatever else. All of a sudden, you know, attendance is starting to dwindle a little bit. And part of that, I think, is who you play. For example, you, you remember Florida Auburn every year. That was a staple. It went away. I'm a big believer, Larry, that. I don't know that fans now want to see the same SEC schedule every year. Do you want to play Vandy every year? Do you want to play Kentucky every year? I think that should be rotated around. What do you think?
1: I I like divisional play because I think pennant races are what we like to follow, whether it's in baseball, basketball, hockey, the race to win your part, your division, whatever it might be called. That's a big part of the fan involvement. So the bottom line is when you go to 14 – then you got to play – you don't have a lot of flexibility if you're only going to play two East-West games a year. I'd be totally cool with nine. You play nine conference games, you play Florida State, you play one intersectional cool game like Miami or Michigan or Texas or whatever, and you can play one Humpty Dumpty, but only one. That would give you a nice balanced schedule that makes sense. I think that would increase fan interest – And if you're playing three games with no permanent opponent, you're going to see every team in the West at least once or twice every five years. So that would really help because you couldn't get a ticket to a Florida-Auburn game for a decade or more. You just couldn't get in. But Towson State, you could have brought 3,000 of your friends (laughs) and found plenty of room.
0: Yeah. Last thing. Um, uh, Homecoming. What are your memories of that?
1: Gator growl. The real Gator growl. The Rodney Dangerfield, (laughs) Robin Williams, Gator Growl. Uh, I remember Bob Hope being booed. That was kind of rude, but you don't scold the audience because they they didn't respond as well to the introduction as you like. You know, this this audience was pretty well lit. But I remember uh, Gator Growl to me is what Homecoming was all about. I mean, when I started, of course, there was the Halloween festival, which was a Salute to decadence at the Plaza of the American No doubt. I'm not going to go into any more detail, <laughs> but I remember when they canceled it, and I thought, "What took them so long?" <laughs> Even though I, I thought it was quite a show to watch, uh, not one I wanted to participate in for the most part. But to me, I, you know, I, I ran in the I ran Gator Gallup a few times before I started having a noon show, and I couldn't. Thank goodness. Um, but to me. Homecoming is Gator Growl. It was the best night of the year for me, year in and year out. I loved it. I loved everything about it, and uh, that's the one thing people of this generation will never understand what the great show that was for twenty plus years.
0: Well, Larry, since uh, I didn't, I, I didn't want to give away you were coming on, but what I, the way I kind of introd it, some people guessed it. So um, Martha wants to say hi, and uh, Larry wants to say hi. Some other people who you know had had uh, followed you and listened to you, so. Um, that's one of the reasons why I had you back. It's homecoming, and and it, it's good to have you back. So, thanks a lot for doing this. And uh, by the way, what's uh, is it? Any cooler in New York than it is here? Because it's sweltering here.
1: Oh yeah, I, I checked today just because just out of curiosity before I came on, and I looked. I said the high today in Gainesville is ninety four. Yeah. The high the high today in New York is sixty four. It's beautiful. It's sunshiny. I can look out the window, and I can I just walked to Central Park this morning um uh, so yeah i i love the seasons that's the best thing about new york is the, the real seasons you know not hurricane season and the rest of the year <laughs> but real seasons are uh are enjoyable i even like the snow at least the first two snowfalls the third and fourth not so much
0: yeah appreciate you man thanks for taking time Anytime. to do this glad okay. to do it it was fun all right larry thank you uh good to hear him um and i'll just say this and i hope he's listening still um we go back to college. he he was a couple of years younger than me, um, but we were in college together. Uh, we had good, we had bad, we had in between uh, but there was no denying um, from a broadcasting standpoint you know the years Larry was here uh, starting this show and, and doing great work. so it was really good to have Marty Cohen here really good to have Larry here as part of homecoming that's you know brings back memories. That's what Homecoming's supposed to do. And uh I appreciate both Lair and and Marty uh for doing that. Hope you enjoyed them.